0: like that countdown. <laughs> uh, welcome to Living in Love 24-7, the podcast. It's your girls again, Sparkle and Casey. What's up, everybody? What's up, y'all? And as y'all can see that we have a visitor on the show, Miss Tasha Jones. What's up, girl?
1: <laughs> Thank you much. Glad to be here.
0: We are so excited, y'all. As y'all know, we've been talking about season five is um, we're celebrating women. We came out of Women's History Month. We're celebrating women, women in business. And we have Miss Tasha Jones on the podcast today. And let me give y'all a quick rundown of her bio. I'm going to read it to you, okay? And then we're going to get started and dive right in to talking to Miss Tasha about her business and how she bossing up as a woman in business, all right? So Miss Tasha Jones is the founder of 2039 LLC, which is a woman Black and veteran-owned small business in the U.S. federal and defense market that enables holistic readiness for the future of work in rapidly changing environments by using and providing data strategies, smart management, and technology services and solutions. Tasha built 2039 out of her passion for solving problems, being creative, and helping people and businesses leverage their ultimate capacities to realize their aspirations. She's also a mother, wife, friend, advisor, and investor. And um, with her um, copious amounts of free time, she enjoys experiencing and learning new things, traveling and shooting. So let's talk y'all. This is like a whole lot of woman right here and a whole lot of bossing up. So let's talk. Casey, what's up?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my first thought was, 2039 what does that mean where'd you get that name from
1: oh so 2039 came from a um with one of my many many mentors uh christmas eve in 2018 wrapping gifts in um and it was late it was like near midnight and i was just talking about the you know what i was gonna do for the next year i wasn't really sure what direction i wanted to go in and my mentor was like guiding me through uh, different asper- different things that um, we had talked about previously and was like, have you ever thought about your 20-year plan? And I said, I mean, yeah, kind of, but not in any details. It's usually, you know, one, three, five-year plans for me. Um, and so we started going through, like strategically going through uh, every, starting from the 20 and working our way back to the one through uh, period, and long story short, um, I decided to start my business in February of 2019, and I was struggling with a name. Um, and one of the conversation was putting an index card on the refrigerator. Years from 2019, which is 2039, mm. and the, the the decision was for going from that point forward, if. I was asked to do anything that did not improve or guide me towards the goals that I had set um, for that for 2039. Then I say no um, because I'm a people pleaser. I'm trying to recover from that condition, um, but as <laughs> to say no and to focus on 2039, it is the end of that 20 year period to build a financial foundation for generational inspiration wealth and social give back but it's also the kickoff so it's the beginning and the end um it's a legacy year for for me and that's what it means wow i love that
0: (laughs) seriously like all the way love it man and like the breakdown and just how you explained it and just the goals and just the like that's legit i love that i love it oh my god go ahead
1: (laughs) So so tell us how did you how did you get started Um, I got started in that I've been in the U.S. defense and federal space, like all of my career, Um, straight out of high school. um, Instead of going to college, I decided to go to the Navy. Um, And Hooray, Navy. That's right, (laughs) Shirley. I decided to go to the Navy. Um, And I got started because, you know, it's been 20 something years that I've been in the space and I... I really take it seriously when you're, you know, in leadership positions, whether they're formal or informal, you know, um, helping others around you and moving people, moving people forward and helping people move up Um, at the same time, that emotional equity that you have to put in as formal leadership position. And I had um, risen in responsibility and authority, both on the contractor side and as a government civil servant, um, it was tiring and it was draining. Like it was, it was a lot. And I got to a point where I just, I needed a break and people like, you don't start a business to take a break. And I'm like, I kind of did. I started the business so I could focus just on myself and not have to focus on responsible to a whole organization of other people and all those layers and that contingent that I was responsible for bringing up. And so that's how I got started. I just, I needed a break. I needed to, you know, Focus, have a break from that other responsibility and try to refocus on on myself. And um I decided I was gonna try and leverage the skill sets that I enjoy. Um because as we all know at work, there's always the enjoyable the part that you kind of like, ah, eh, it's the necessary evil. You kind of gotta mm-hmm. do it. And um I was doing more of the necessary evil stuff kind of mm-hmm. overwhelming my day and my regular job. And so Um, And I was like, okay, I'm going to try and identify opportunities that let me enjoy work and work with people who I want to work with. Kind of how I got started.
0: Wow. I definitely love that, and I think I have said before on the podcast on another episode that so Tasha, y'all know the listeners and the viewers now, yay! That Tasha <laughs> is my home girl, man. Like for real, for real, I look up to her like a big sister. She's bossing in every area, and y'all. I think I told y'all before that Tasha is how I came into the government. um She was bossing over at the bureau, and I see her, and she was like, "Hey, come through this happy hour because you know my leadership. One of my partners is going to be there, or whatever the case may be, and like let's talk." And I'm. Like, that's what's up and i get there we start talking about something in relation to our our jobs and our careers and a project that we were working on and sure enough that like we always talk about your network man is going to put you on and 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 be your net worth at some point right so tasha would put me in a place to be hired and the guy literally like i can hire you give tasha your resume tomorrow boom i was on deck literally in six months i told y'all that story i think so like it's all about man people you know and how they're doing in business and in their life and they can how they can like put you on. And Tasha has been that person for me, for real, for real. So she has been bossing up in every way since I've met her day one. (laughs) Seriously. So let's talk about um, 2039. Tell us about 2039. Like what exactly is 2039 doing? What is its purpose? What is its role? How are you operating in business in that space?
1: So 2039 is... A traditional government contracting services company. So, in government, in the government space, there's a lot of nuance to it. You have federal civilian, uh, all, which is most of the organizations or agencies that are in the federal space. You have DOD, um, that's what a lot of people are familiar with, or defense with your military services um, and the, the states. Um, you have. DIA, DISA, DCMA, which is the contract management agency. So that's your DOD. And then kind of sitting at, in the creases is the intelligence community, which is where um, you, know, you have your intelligence agencies. And there is some overlap with all the agencies um, to a certain extent. Like You can have a, a agency that's DOD, but that is in the IC as well, or a federal civilian agency that's also in the IC. Um, And so 2039 provides services um, across all those spaces, uh, primarily data services. So anything you can imagine, data analytics, analysis, exploration, um, being able to help organizations understand the type of data they have. Um, And the reason that I like focusing on data, because whether I'm supporting or my organization is supporting one of the agencies with their strategy development, Um, turning around a troubled technical program or project initiative um, or whether we're actually providing um, data services like uh, exploration services at the core of all of those different activities, project infrastructure development, strategy development, at the core of everything is data. That's how you make smart decisions. That's how you figure out what direction to go in. And so um, um, our company provides data services in order to help organizations uh, decisions with regards to um, the activities that they're executing. And so I believe we have uh, several different uh, activities going on right now, and our our current focus is being a contracting services company, but we are in the process of transitioning the business model um, to be a SaaS, which is a software as a service, um, enabling the future, of, uh, with consultants who provide services, uh, associated with data, cyber, um, design and development, which is a, a pain point for the government space. And so 2039, um, provides right now services primarily direct to government, but over time we intend to transition and provide those services to consultants so that they can help fill gaps for just-in-time need and workforce optimization. Uh, for the government space man like
0: <laughs> that's that's a lot that's a lot and for real y'all don't know if y'all don't know tasha is smart like for real,
1: <laughs> and her I'll background is
0: <laughs> exactly because that's a, it's a lot and this is detail it's technical it's project management is data it's analytics it's strategizing it's all of that and Tasha is super smart, y'all. And her background, did you, are we going to need you to talk a little bit more about your background? Because when I met Tasha, Tasha was operating as a project manager. Um, and when I, once again, balsing all the way across, because look, y'all, she was the project manager on the project I was working on. And like, she was like, well, y'all, we were going out to lunch. She's like, where well, y'all going? We like, we going to lunch. Tasha's like, uh-uh, we, we about to have the business. We like, whoa. So she be balsing up yes. on y'all. I swear. I was like, look, girl, I'm going to need you yes. to, like, look, you better Remember that because me and my friend was going to lunch and she, she was like, she don't play no games, man. She is all about business, and when it comes to handling business with her projects and her business and what she's doing, she's focused, she's driven, she is like aligned strategically with the end goal and making it happen. And that means you're not playing around when you're on a project with her. And so I will tell you that is my home girl. I love her to death. Like I'm serious, but I I can't work for I can't work for my sis. I can't work for because she be putting the hammer down. She be putting the hammer down, but tell us about, so your, your background, how that led you into creating 2039. Just give us a quick spill of your, your, um, background. You said, because you got your degrees and things like that. Tell us about that and how you got started, because some people may want to know, man, what do I need to know to be able to operate in the same space as she's Mm -hmm. working in? How do I, you know, learn about these gov, these, these contracts and getting involved in that? What kind of background do I need to have? And what kind of knowledge do I need to have to align myself with that or place myself in those spaces so talk about that
1: so before jumping in i'll say that you know the government buys they're like the biggest buyer so they buy everything mm-hmm. so no matter what you do um there there's an opportunity in government for you to sell your services mm-hmm. uh, whether you decide to do it by yourself or um build out an actual company and hire other people to help you do it and so for me, like I like I said before, I started in the military, and so um, I was exposed to. Of course, I was an intelligence specialist, and um, I started doing a lot of the counters, you know, counterterrorism, counterinsurgency, and so on. And so, and I think honestly, so we were talking previously, got you know our the signs, you know, me being a, a Virgo Leo and being on the <laughs> cusp. Um, I think the core of who I am just being very detail oriented and organized and always planning and just perfectionist um, trying to make everything just right. um, And being really driven tied into that formal training um, and analysis and uh, military intelligence and uh, my undergrad information systems. And so um, I started in the military and while um, I was in the military. I began my, my bachelor's program. And then um, even after I separated from the military, I completed my bachelor's program in computer information. And I changed my mind a lot through the process. Initially, when I started, I wanted to be a web developer. Uh, and after a little while, I I, I was like, okay, this is, this is going to get... Um, shout out to web developers, though, because... This is a lot of work. And so I transitioned and I went into software. I was doing software development. Um, and I was like, okay, no, I I don't want, I don't think I want to do that either. And so the computer information systems degree allowed me one to keep all those credits. I had schools make you retake classes and stuff and sparkle as you know, with military you too, Casey, like moving around, trying to move your credits. If the school yep. isn't there, it was like a pain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have, I, got my bachelor's, which is a technical degree. Uh, And after I had a little gap, you know, because I'm married and got kids and all that good stuff and life happens. But I went after my MBA because I knew I wanted to learn more about business and a lot of the mentors and stuff um, on the business side of things. And I felt that that was a gap for me. And I knew one day I I was thinking I want to do a business. I was like, I need to up my, my business acumen. So I don't at the time it made sense in hindsight. I was like, I'm crazy because you switching from a technical undergraduate to a master's in business without having that foundation. I cried like every day for my last four classes because <laughs> it was so hard. But um, <laughs> but yes, so my background is not traditional and it hops all over the place where some people like, oh, you got to do this linear path to get to where you need to go. I don't believe that because um, I, I definitely didn't do that. And so I would say as long as you're intuitive and always willing to learn and always seeking out information um, and you have a service that the government buys, which is really easy to figure out, to that you could get on this path and you could definitely be a provider within the GovCon space.
0: That's good.
1: I love That's that. That's definitely
0: good. Yeah. I love And, and Because what... people, go ahead, Casey. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say that that's that's good because people people need to hear the fact that you your path does not always have to be this straight line, you know. You just have to be open minded and be just willing to chase after your goals and your dreams to make things happen for yourself. So if you you like like Tasha went from technical to management or to um, um, your your MBA or whatever business it's okay. You need to learn what the, the goal and the key is, is to learn what you need to learn to get to where you're trying to go, period. You know what I'm saying? So I love that. That's, that's really good.
1: And the core was the same through that whole process. So even though like when you look at my resume or talk about my past, it might seem like there's darting all over the place. Cause we mm-hmm. moved being military and, you know, depending on where we moved, the job market was different. So you, you kind of waxed and waned between, you know, me being intelligence versus being technical versus being in management or what have you. However, at the core of all of that, I was solving problems and I was leveraging data and sharpening my data skills across every last one of those positions. And so even though I was doing different things, those technical skill sets, um, and even some of the softer skill set, you, you know, leveraged and sharpened over time. So yes, you can not have a linear path, um, but it's good to have build on whatever that those core skill sets are, especially the one you enjoy because it's, you're going to naturally gravitate to improving those on it. That's good stuff. And well, I was going to say the same thing you said, Sparkle. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, you. You
2: said it, I'm like, I'm like, shoot, I was going to say that right there. Uh, but what I do want to know, um, and I asked Sparkle this, um, before, in regards to starting your business, and I think it's important for people to hear that because they see the success, you know, where you are now, especially when you, you know, talked about your business and all those things. What are some of your, you know, pitfalls? I don't say pitfalls, but some of your struggles, you know, with starting your business?
1: I had a lot of struggles starting. So initially, <laughs> the main struggle was fear. Mm. I was the big one because. You know, I know a lot of people when they meet me, like even Sparkle, think I'm extroverted and are like, oh, yeah, she she got her stuff together. And I'll, actually, I'm an introvert. Like, I'm really uh, I get my energy being by myself. Um, like, I have to prepare to be in front of people. <laughs> I have to get my mind mm. right. And that fear of representing myself and like mm. being my own. And there's no, there's nowhere to hide when you're a consultant and in, in a business by yourself initially. Um, it's just you. And so the fear piece was the first part. Um I really had to do some work and, you know, work on myself uh with with being honest. I did some a little bit of preparatory work when I was at FBI. Sparkle, I don't know if you remember this, but I was a bedroom candy consultant. Do you remember that? I
0: remember that. I do remember that. Yes. Well, but you know what? I just looked there. at that. I looked at that as just a side hustle though. I didn't look at that. I, I I, looked at Tasha as her career was a project management. She was, that was the realm I saw her bossing it, and I'm like, okay, she got a side hustle. Cool. No, that, that to me, but yeah, I remember that.
1: So 20, so, so bedroom candy actually was around the time after I finished my master's program and I knew I had gaps with sales. Like I was afraid of no, I, I was, that was part of my fear of asking people stuff. I was, they are going to say no, or they going to think of me negative or all these other kind of things. And, and so, um, I talked to my husband and we went through all these different business models, but I didn't have a lot of time because I was a W2, you know, full-time government employee. I had kids, I'm married, like doing, I'm on committees and boards and stuff. And, I just didn't have a whole lot of time, but I wanted to, I had never been an entrepreneur. I never had my own business. And I knew that what I had learned in my MBA versus what real life presents in business is two totally different things. They're, they're associated, Mm -hmm. but they're different. And so, um, and I knew that I was afraid to sell. I was afraid to, to make the ask. And so um, 2039, I'm not 2039 actually was, almost like an experiment for me. Um, I was using it. You're right, Sparkle. It was a side hustle, but I was actually using it to build my muscles and having a business. And um, I don't know if you guys know, so Bedroom Candy sells, you know, adult massagers. Um, Candy oh, is the owner of it. <laughs> and um, it's very discreet products and stuff. And um, the business model is drop shipping, but I played with the business model. Uh things i learned in my mba instead of just doing parties and drop shipping i actually set up at events um at the pop-ups uh partner with other companies like pole dancing studios uh limousine companies uh salons doing customer appreciation events and i did sales you know during the holidays they had low burn rate uh candles that were natural oils and so selling those and then buying um, for, you know, shelters and sending stuff overseas to the the soldiers. Like I just played with those different business models of, of making money. And, um, let me tell you, if you ever try and sell, you know, adult toys to people and having to have that kind of conversation with people that you don't know, (laughs) it (laughs) loosens you up. It loosens you up and it teaches you. I'm thinking you about how the kit to... right here. Yeah, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. It loosens you up and it teaches you how to relate to.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: got. You have to make people comfortable to get them to talk about their sex right. life and and toys and things like that. And um and let me tell you, because of that, I like that really helped me get ready for 2039 because you know now I at that point I knew that them saying no, like I didn't address the need that, 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 that business or that individual mm-hmm. had, it wasn't personal. It wasn't something that I didn't do right. Um, and I had learned different strategies and techniques for potential penetration that I wouldn't have known had I had something like that on the side. So so yeah, that is I, uh,
0: amazing. So because I
1: hustle. But exactly. it was an upgrade too.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> and that's what I was about to say. The amazing part about that is is that people have to realize when you want to do something and you know that you you might be missing a piece of the knowledge that, in order to help you get there. Like you might not know a piece of whatever it is that you need to know in order to achieve your particular business goal, right? But you say or you like you did take the time to. You know what? I have this other s- small business that I'm operating and I'm using that to leverage or to learn a skill set and to open me up and to broaden how I think about how to do business in this particular way, i.e. sales or whatever the case may be. How you have to be able or willing to step outside of your comfort zone yes. to try the, the the thing that you need to try in order to learn what you need to learn. Like that's key. And so like you said, you learned all of this stuff selling bedroom candy and, and took that into your business model to create 2039 to provide a, a real big product and service on a real big arena and a real big platform, like that's, that's amazing. But people have to not be limited and not, think about the fear factor in stepping out and and taking this chance on, you know, speaking to a customer about something that's a little uncomfortable like that to some people, you know? So like that is just, I think, so important for people to hear and to understand. Step out of your comfort zone in order to go and learn and and achieve the knowledge that you need to to get in order to take the next step or the next leap to get you where you need to go in business.
2: Uh, I love that. I, I absolutely love that because doing something so far less because I'm an introvert too so to tell me to, to go sell this product I'm like you well, me we do what and talk about this but the amazing thing is I'm in, I'm in a sex therapy program now so I talk about sex all the time right <laughs> uh, but, but one thing that I learned from a coach years ago and I keep this in my mind when it comes to sales is that to sell is to serve yeah. Yes. And, you know, not so much looking at, you know, you know, this is salesy, salesy, you know, it's all about serving, you know, how can you serve them? How can you build that relationship? You know, the goal is, you know, relationship building. Yeah. And yes. when you know that sales become, becomes such an ease.
1: Yep. I love that. And what problem are you solving? Like you exactly addressing a problem, you know, for whoever you're approaching. And I'm going to tell you the person that can solve the problem is the one that's going to get the bag like that's just how it goes for sure yeah for so, sure
2: for yeah, sure so it, it,
1: it's problem solving again everything keeps winding back its data having the data and turning that into information you can use to um, determine like what is the root problem and then coming up with a solution for that that's that's literally the core of my business.
0: Wow. Y'all listen to that. That's a gem, and take that for real, for real. Because the, like she said, the the goal and the key is you have to solve a problem. People are not going to buy from you, or your business is not going to grow if you're not solving the problems that your customers need you to solve. Right. Absolutely. So you need to uh, do the discovery, do the work to identify what your customers really need. What are their problems? What are their pain points? You know, and what and how can your bu- business serve them? And provide them that help and, and solve those problems that they have. So that's that's a gem. Y'all better take that note
2: <laughs> seriously. <laughs> and, and and with all of that, you know, 2039 and work, you know, you have kids, you have your husband, how do you make the time for all those things and and you as well?
1: I will have to say, like, I I have a very good support system. Um I have, especially like the last I would say two, three years, I've been surrounded by people who are empowering and that that feed me and try to and then feel me. Sparkle, let me tell you. So me and Sparkle, I think we're very, very different, but we're very similar as well. She says she can't work with me. She can work with me.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I no, don't I, know could, I can with work with I you. Know. I just don't want her as my boss. That's the only thing. <laughs> Absolutely. I can work with her because she can be bossing I, and making I'm, I'm, moves. I I'm can do that. Good
1: boss. Like you I, are, I
0: but you'll be in my ass and I can't even take lunch for 30 minutes. So <laughs>
1: that's the only thing I don't want. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So I, and I, I bring up Sparkle because, um, she, I feel she has strengths where I have weaknesses. Um, She's very much, and I heard you guys talk about this on some of the previous episodes where she's like, if I ain't happy, then nobody else ain't happy. It's about me. I come first. (laughs) And just from my how I grew up, like, I'm like, no, you can't be like that. Like, that's that's selfish. You're supposed to give first. Give, 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 even if it's your last, because that's what you're supposed to do. And just by giving, you'll be happy. That's where the value of happiness comes from. And that's what. I was taught. That's what I was brought up in. Um, but over time, because you have been married over 20 years. So <laughs> over time, it's like, you like, man, you know, I feel I was starting to feel empty and like drained all the time. And like, I don't have any, you know, thing for myself and just in a funky space. And the stuff that Sparkle was telling me is actually part of the self-work that I am still doing today because it's a it's an everyday thing day by day um, of starting to take care of myself and having a support network to say it's okay for you to take care of yourself uh, because I didn't come up with that it was like no you're a mother you're a wife you got to do your duties first and mm. then you take care of yourself mm. and I feel like that's just backwards I, I, so having that support system having really good uh, friends um, even my husband, like he actually is like stability from, a uh, allowing me to have this flexibility to, to take these risks and stuff. He's holding it down and he makes sure that, you know, we have the, what we need, the necessities. Um, and I would say, you know, people like don't say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. He's the better parent. He's the one that sits and listens <laughs> and talks to the kids. and, and I, it, 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 Ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay. It takes, me a minute. it takes me a minute. Like I need to calm down and think about what I'm going to say before mm-hmm. I speak because I feel like, you know, I don't want to be like damaging the kids. Right. Like that.
0: <laughs> I swear to God, that's me. That's me. I ain't even going to be bad. Maine is definitely the better parent. <laughs> so I can relate. <laughs>
1: yes. yes. So it's like, you know, having that. Um, and then also just, you know, I'm being open to communicate. I'm. That's. This is new to me. Being open to communicating, like the real, real, with mm-hmm. people who have shown that they can be trusted with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. I think early on, I I shared. I, you know, I was a stereotypical Southern girl, oversharing, too trusting, liking everybody, want to be everybody friend. And I learned the hard way: you can't tell everybody everything about yourself but though the friend circle i have right now is is very tight and i trust them um and i can be raw and vulnerable with them as well as you know my husband talking to him about stuff and that's really helped me out a lot and um before i felt i could do that i will say therapy Mm. You, you know our community is working through the whole therapy thing and and not uh treating therapy like it's a curse word you know or yeah. that something oh you crazy or you know you just need some attention <laughs> right. you know those, all those different things and therapy definitely you know it it, it helped um in all of those what is it six areas of life casey maybe you know the um language but spiritual emotional intellectual vocational social physical i think those are mm-hmm. the areas and that okay, nobody come has through all of them. come through yeah. <laughs> so, so, so learning that not everybody and this is this is my perfectionism again i would get anxiety i was getting really bad anxiety um but learning like not all of those areas are going to be on 10 all the time right. like stuff kind of goes up and down and i think my expectation for myself was just it was over, <laughs> overwhelming And so having, you know, people to talk to and being open to leverage that network and um, my friends, my, you know, having therapy and, and giving myself a break that, that is, that's what it's been. I love that. I love love that.
2: that. I'm serious. I love one thing I, I tell people all the time, especially, you know, couples in therapy, Hey, your kids see what you're doing. Oftentimes we believe kids are not as smart as they are. They see exactly what we're doing and we're passing a lot of those traits, you know, um our behaviors down to them. With with your business, your work ethic, you know, 2039, what would you like to teach your children through what you're doing?
1: Don't let other people's limited beliefs limit your opportunity. And mm. you know, judge, you know, don't judge yourself based on what other people are doing, you know, judge yourself based on what you, the goals you set and milestones you set for yourself and where you are. Cause eventually you'll get to what you're trying to achieve. And, um, that that's been, that has been a big lesson for me. Uh, I would say like, like I would have said last year, I'm not a people pleaser. I would have <laughs> said, I don't care what people think about me. I would have said that, you know, I'm self-driven and every last one of those would have been a lie because Mm -hmm. I don't want to admit that I Mm -hmm. people please, but I do, I get joy from people being happy from things that I do to support them. Like that is part of my reward system to myself. Um, And I genuinely just enjoy helping people and um, it's not a bad thing to have that as a reward, but honestly, that should not be the motivator, you know, for, that that return reward should not be the only motivator for the things that you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. and so I, I would tell my, you know, you need to make sure that you're good internally and stop seeking external validation, uh, for everything you do. If you, if you're not happy internally first no problem. Yep.
0: That's a word boy. Seriously. Look. <laughs> that is a word, man. I love this conversation. I'm serious. This. Because it's so many people that need to hear stories of women in business, how they're bossing, how they're dealing, how they're evolving, how they are balancing. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like this is just so important. I'm so happy that we're having this conversation. Natasha, we are so happy that you came on and to tell us all about your business, 2039, about you and just how you leveling up. And just now what we want you to do is tell our listeners some some things that you want to impart on them, like just some knowledge, a couple key points, practical applications, just talk to them and tell them. So give them some advice, advice, you know, our new entrepreneurs or our our baby learners. I wasn't stepping out and doing the own thing right now.
1: Yes. I would say, you know, do your homework. So there's the the, the interwebs. (laughs) (laughs) It gives us like so many, so many tools, like, it's so much information out there and you know, I do free consultants sometimes advisory to people. And you'd be, is how many times I, someone's like, oh man, you know, I want to get into GovCon or I want to do X, Y, and Z. And they haven't went to the basics like SBA.gov. Everybody know, you know, SBA, even if you're not government, if you put how to do business with government in Google, that's going to be one of the sites that come back. So I would say, do your homework um, because if you don't represent yourself, cause some people say, Oh, nobody wants to help me. People want to help you. There's a lot of people want to help you, For sure. but you can't come like, I want to do this. Tell me how to do it or, or walk me through it. Like people busy. Like I,
0: <laughs> right. It's true. People are right. busy.
1: <laughs> So you need to have any ask like specific asks. Um, and I would say that that is very important. Um, the other thing I would say, and I didn't get into this uh, with when we when we were talking about some of the pain points that I had, but funding, knowing mm-hmm. your numbers and knowing where you stand, even if even if you don't have anything to start with, like having an idea of what you're going to need to do what you need to do. And if you don't know how to figure out how much you need, again, there are so many tools Um, that are out there, you know, bigger pockets, I think is one of the sites. There's a lot of templates and stuff online to help you try to figure out what you're going to need. You need to have a plan that don't mean you're going to follow the plan, but you need to have a plan. You need to have put some, some, some thought equity into it. Um, before you go to other people. Uh, and the last point I would say is your health is important. Mm. Eating right, getting rest, like Exercising and not like going to the gym and like going balls to the wall. I mean, like I mean just moving and and having like you know having some movement, even if it's just a walk, even if you just do thirty minutes. Like having that exercise and eating well. Like the 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 fresher it is, the food and the more whole the meat. If you if you eat meat, the more whole that meat is, and the fresher those vegetables are. Like, it is i can't i think food is life i honestly do mm. believe that you can eat your way to happiness mm-hmm. <laughs> and, right. um that, that's something i didn't adopt until i got older but as i as i'm getting older but definitely take care of yourself because if you're not healthy you can't enjoy the spoils of your labor
0: mm, i totally agree with all of that i love it Oh my God, I love so it. I'm so happy. I'm serious. It was. I, like I said, I'm so happy that Tasha, you came on to just talk about your business and talk about um, just the growth, just the, the woman you are, how you've elevated, how you bossed up over biz- in business and just over time, giving people uh, a story, like a real story of a real woman that they can relate to, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I love it, man. I am so inspired. Tasha is my sister, man. I love her to death. Y'all already it's know. I, she a part of my circle. I be throwing her name out there on the podcast. <laughs> Ass talking about her. so <laughs> I, 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 I think love everybody
2: who no tasha. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm serious, I'm serious. I so love you and support you sis all that you are doing. I'm so proud of you. So y'all know Tasha only a year older than me too. Like that's crazy. I mean, and I'm talking like look, she that's my big sister though, man. But we 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 are women and we run together and we want to see each other win. And I value her and value what she's doing. And like I'm just super excited to have this conversation. I'm excited for people to hear. And I thank you so much. Tell people before we go quickly where they can find you, your business, um and follow you if they wanted to maybe do some consultations, tell people where they can get, get with
1: you. So our website is www.2039.com and 2039 is spelled out T W E N T Y with the numbers 39.com and And um, you know, being in the GovCon space, LinkedIn is, is golden for social media. So that's the only social media platform that we're on. But if you put us, if you go into the search and put 2039 in LinkedIn, you'll also find us, and you'll find my profile. Please reach out; love to have, love to talk about GovCon and living in love 24/7. Hey. <laughs>
0: We are so grateful, y'all. Don't forget to go follow Coach Casey. Follow 2039, y'all. Follow Living in Love 24-7. We love y'all so much, and we are so thankful for y'all and being a part of these conversations and listening. Now you can see us, and we excited about that. (laughs) So, y'all, have a great day. We love y'all, and go check out the episode. Until next time. Peace.